1: Welcome to Under the Radar with me, Sean Hughes. Today, we have Sean McLaughlin, uh, a comic I just discovered. I, when I say discovered, I didn't. Kind of you go, disco- yeah. Man. I didn't have a big cigar and
0: go, I'm going to make you a star, kid. <laughs> I was down a well doing comedy and you fucking discovered me like gold. Is that where you're from? No, no, no. What, down a well? Yeah. No, I've got the look, though. I like the look.
1: Yeah, I like... Uh, And also we have Professor uh, Max Bambooza, who's flown especially from Bologna, and he'll be telling us more later, but he just done a study about uh, 12,000 people, and you found the more they eat vegetables, the better life satisfaction scores we have.
0: Yeah, that's absolutely right. So, Sean, do you eat much fruit and veg? Uh, No. If I'm honest, I don't. I don't... Because potatoes don't count. I've heard mushrooms don't count. Is that right? the, well, the
1: anti-mushroom kind of uh, lobby are quite... They've got a lot <laughs> yeah. of money behind them.
0: Yeah, 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 a lot of money. I eat, I eat bananas. I try and eat bananas every day.
1: Is that because you've seen tennis players do it in between sets? and yeah. yeah Give yeah. you energy.
0: I also drink a lot of orange squash and...
1: <laughs> Barley. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. That's but, what I do.
1: So it's, that's why you're miserable, yeah? Uh,
0: yeah, yeah. That's one of the main reasons I do. So what do you eat then? I eat a lot of bread. I eat a lot of... Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I look after myself very well. I try and eat fish. What do you mean you try to eat? Is it a well, difficulty? I, I don't eat it, <laughs> but I try. But you, I always... you order it and you go, no, you're all right. I aspire to buy salmon every time I walk in a shop. And it's, I never no do. No matter what the shop, shoe shop? Or yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, You've got this? Any... Oh, no. I eat olives. Right, that's... Are they good for you? Are olives? you I get annoyed when there's pips in them. Yeah, I don't go for that. I don't, I don't need the hard But one.
1: they don't really say on the thing, this is non-pip. I, I
0: I tend to have a real look in the olive. I look in the jar and I want to know what I'm getting because some of them are stuffed and. I don't know. Are you green or black? Um, green. Yeah, black are disgusting. I think black is. I think that's a big commitment. We wait, we talk about olives, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, yeah, we're yeah. not doing <laughs> a Donald Trump. Thing. No, no.
1: But yeah, I find uh, if I get a pizza and they kind of go, "We'll treat and we'll put a couple of black olives on," I just go, "You've just." Pizza.
0: Yeah, yeah. Especially if they've got pips on them. Because you've just given me a job. You've given me a job with a <laughs> part time job. It's mad. So you're not eating very well. Are you so what's your living conditions then? Are you living on your own? No, I live with two girls. Um, I live with two nice normal people. Oh, I'll just open the store. And um, There's tea coming. This is just first class.
1: Thanks, man. Thank you. You're very welcome. And a banana for a uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> and the light just went off there for some reason. This
0: is great. This is really this is like post apocalyptic broadcasting. I love it.
1: But so, what, you live with two girls who are just friends?
0: Uh, I, they weren't friends when I moved in, but I think they're now friends, I hope. We don't hate each other, so that's pretty good. I live in uh, Tooting, Beck, kind right. of on the Tooting-Stretton border. It's kind of a it's a funny little house, but I like it a lot, and it's uh, it's a nice part of town. But my room is tiny, uh, but I don't have much stuff, so it's but fine.
1: Does it help that, I take it the girls work uh, nine to five, and you're... So you don't really see each other. That no,
0: much. we don't really see each other very much. It's good as well that they literally don't care at all about comedy or showbiz. Like they, do, it just means nothing. Well, oh, what do they do? One of them is a PR for a sewage company.
1: Was that her kind of when she went into careers? <laughs> opportunity she went. That's what I want to do. Yeah,
0: of course, man. Yeah, yeah walk around the sewers and you know. So her job is pretty
1: much going into the office every day. Going doesn't smell that bad. Yeah,
0: that's her job. I think she gets to go on site a lot, like under the Thames. So I don't know. I mean, I'm put I hope she doesn't listen to this cuz I might be completely off on this. But the other one is a new housemate and she's a nurse. And that's how I know. I know that. And are you going to a, all your ailments? I try to, but she's a respiratory nurse. She's so specific. I asked her if if push came to shove, if she could perform open heart surgery. And well, she you said you kind of know the no. answer to that. Well, I was kind of trying to bond to be joking, but um no, yeah. I I I don't mess around with that anymore. But at least I know what a nurse is. So
1: where are you from then, originally? Brighton. And so you were living in Brighton, and then on the last thing I saw you do on stage, you said there was a flood in your flat and you had to leave.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that was the first day I was in the Edinburgh Festival 2014. Um, Me and my girlfriend's flat flooded in Brighton. What what happened? There was just... uh, We were in a basement flat, and uh, there was so much rain and, like, hailstones were clogging up the drains, and then it overflowed.
1: So it was like... Could you didn't he know that woman from the sewerage. Pardon?
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. That would have been Oh, my like, God, that would have been ideal, wouldn't it? That was probably why they had to hire her, the PR woman. <laughs> and
1: what... Did did you... Were you renting this, or...?
0: Yeah, renting, Right, it, yeah. so it wasn't... Disaster- yeah, 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 yeah. It, was, it was fine. But our cat got lost. Like, apparently a homeless person saved the cat, but then the cat ran away. And we were... I was in Edinburgh for the whole month, so this stuff was, like, unravelling at Who home. Who was looking after the cat? Well, the cat went to stay at my mum's, and then the cat ran well, away. She, she saw the water come and went, fuck this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Cursed cat. Um, but So then... she ran away from your mum's? Yeah. It's carnage. It was absolute carnage two years ago. I really appreciate it. It's really good to actually bring it back up and talk about it again. Yeah,
1: well, it's not exactly the tsunami, but no. Like, I'll, I'll give you a moment. Yeah, yeah. So did, the, did you find the cat in the end?
0: The cat came back uh, seven months later. Seven months? By which point we were house-sitting in the Thames Valley... And we got two more cats. So now we've got three cats. And we've never asked... And you were it. still with the girlfriend then. I was still with the girlfriend there. Yeah. And we're still very good friends. It's all fine. Yeah, you say that. Come on, mate. What are you saying? <laughs> it doesn't work. It does work. It's great. I go visit her. She's in Manchester now. Oh, she moved that far away? She had to move that far away, yeah. So why did you break up then? I don't know, man. We just, uh, you know, the flat flooded and... Things got hard, and we just broke up.
1: So you're blaming the flooding of the flat on your breakup of your relationship. I'd say it was a catalyst
0: to a lot of things.
1: It's catalyst when you have three cats.
0: <laughs> very good. I like that. Thank I you. think the flooding of the flat was not. You know how like uh, what was the, who's the guy? Franz Ferdinand got shot, and then the First World what, War. the started. band? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The fir- is that the thing? The, the th- first couple of singles were very good. They were very good, but they really fell off. Yeah. The Spark stuff was all right though. <laughs> But isn't that what people say? Like, Franz yeah. Ferdinand got shot, and then the First World War happened.
1: And that was in Sarajevo, wasn't it?
0: Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Franz Ferdinand got shot, and then we broke up. But our Franz Ferdinand was. So the, you've been going was out the that flat long?
1: Yeah, man. She's an old woman.
0: And uh, so you say you're friends. What does that actually mean? We talk, and I ask how the cats are doing because she got all the cats and all the stuff and the TV. Um, and then I I see her in Manchester.
1: When you happen to be up there, you don't go and visit?
0: No, yeah, if i have yeah, I'm never going to go visit. I won't go out of my way. We're not that good. Yeah, you're not that... F- you're friendly rather than friends. I think, we're f- I think we're still friends, I think. Is she seeing anyone else now? No. Are you? No. Mm, you what do you mean her? by that? What do you think? Well,
1: I was just wondering how you'd both kind of relate to...
0: There was a point at the Edinburgh Fringe this year, because she works in comedy as well. I don't know if I should be saying this on a podcast, but I don't know. Um... I was Speak a, the truth, Sean. I was in a bar and then she walked in the bar and then she called me over and said, this is weird because the seat, the table you've sat at is directly next to a table where I'm on a date with a guy. And I said, it's fine, I'm going to leave. How did your heart go when she said that? Um, it was fine. It was, <laughs> As your voice it cracked. It was, it was, it was fine. I, just, I clenched my fist and I went outside and I punched a wall. It was all right. But that was, the, I think, if we got through that, that's a hard thing. Did to get you have through. a little sneaky look to see what he looked like? Yeah. Was he better looking than you? He, no, but he knew what to do with his looks better than I do. <laughs> right. I think I'm naturally. What he combs his hair. He combs his hair. He eats vegetables. You know. He doesn't. <laughs> he's happy relatives. then. Well, he's got a happy life. Yeah.
1: And then, when did you get in touch with her again to find out that it didn't work out with him?
0: Uh, we just saw each other again in the festival, I think. So is she a comic? No, no, she's a, a, an agent now. But she worked sort of around the stuff. That's how we met.
1: And're not she's not your
0: agent.: No,
1: no. So um,
0: so you're in Brighton. Like, and how long have you been doing comedy now? I guess like. I did my first gigs at uni when I was like I guess like 2007, oh, but no. I didn't really know what I was doing. That's what were you thing. studying in uni? I was studying English language. That's, That's handy for comedy. Well, maybe. It's pretty boring. It's very like technical. I didn't really like it. I wasn't very good at it. But I wasn't really very good at anything at uni. I didn't. I didn't really know what I was doing in terms of comedy. So what? And then there was some sort of kind of comedy going on at the uni, and you went, oh, "I'll have a go at this." I just wanted to. I don't know what it was. I just wanted to do something. And I noticed there was an open mic night in Newcastle. But then I ended up doing like one gig every two months for about three years. That's you need to kind. Of, you need more, yeah. yeah. And then I turned. Then I graduated and moved back down to Brighton and thought, "Oh, and it just sort of snowballed from there." But I've always been on the precipice of well, quitting. I wouldn't, I wouldn't
1: say snowballed, Sean.
0: What do you mean? <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, you, you're doing okay. I
0: think it's... Well, it's... Compared to what it was, it's a bit of a like, snowball.
1: If John Bishop was here and he went, it's snowballed, I go, yeah, it did. Yeah. But Sean, I'm not taking that from you. I pretty much saw you... Uh, I don't know how it came about, but um, <clears throat> there was a kind of link to your full show. And I thought, I'll watch five minutes of this, because I usually get bored. Yeah, yeah. And I watched the whole thing. I thought it was brilliant. Oh, thanks, man. So... And like but there's so many comics now it must
0: be quite hard yeah it is it is hard I mean, I'm making a living, and so I'm grateful for that always but it's uh, it is one of those things where I look back at those acts from like i don't tell imagine twenty years ago, imagine being in entertainment in like the fifties that was me that was you is that yeah. you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you and my girlfriend yeah my, um doing all our world war one stuff yeah, doing all that man I think it's it's hard, but it's okay if you're good, you'll probably still make it. Well, but, you, or you're probably at least if you can make a living then you can't complain so that much
1: have you never done a i say a proper job, but you know what I mean?
0: I have done a lot of that after for a long time I was working in call centers, I worked in a foreign language school for a while, taking the kids on trips uh l s d yeah yeah, man, yeah, it was a tough sell it was a tough sell of those Portuguese parents, but it was okay but um, and so and you were kind of you know shipping away at the company while you were doing that. Yeah, always, always. But then kind of losing faith, always thinking I was about to quit, always thinking, ah oh, it's never going to happen. Couldn't get anyone interested. Little did I know it would snowball a few years in, it would snowball and I'd be <laughs> sat in a basement with Sean Hughes talking about the disintegration of my relationship. But, and so, like, um, have you been with anyone else since then, though? No, no. I've seen a few, a couple of people but not nothing proper. I'm just sort of figuring out what the hell I'm doing. So what age are you now? I've turned 29 last month. So, you're so hit- 29 is the answer. Happy birthday. Um, so, yeah, you're
1: going to have to sort that out, really. I'd like to see you settle, Sean. Would you? Yeah. Well, have you got any tips? What should um, I do? Just try and be a little less selfish. And I'm not talking about you personally, but comics tend to be quite selfish people. Do you reckon? Yeah. I don't
0: know. You're very kind. I can say kind words. <laughs> I think I'm a pretty decent fella.
1: No, that's what. But your comedy.
0: What I liked about your comedy is it's a narcissistic thing, though. Yeah, but yeah. and also you're quite similar to me in that
1: sense of you, pretty much plough your own experiences yeah. through your comedy. You don't kind of do guys yeah. such.
0: That's a tough thing. I remember there was a, there was one girl who I saw once, and then I saw her again a couple like a couple of weeks later, and by that point she had watched all of my shows on YouTube. She'd read all the interviews I'd ever done as so a basically she knew more about me than did i did. Did you untie her after that? <laughs> yeah. yeah I go, right now you've done that. Do you think you're worthy of another date? She um but that meant she knew everything about me. Well, not necessarily. Well, all the stuff that i show the world. Yeah. Which is not the not even the nicest stuff.
1: But so that's I what i know. liked about you, like it's kind of like i don't necessarily like nasty comedy, but i like true like i like truthful
0: comedy. Mm. I try and uh, make it truthful.
1: So what what is your writing process if that's the case? Yeah. You just gotta remember when this happened.
0: I'd sort of walk around and I talk about I just talk about what's happening in my life to myself and then I turn that into jokes. So you you don't sit down at a desk? No, no. I'll have like a laptop open, I'll walk around a room, talk aloud like a madman. And then if I come across a joke, I'll just write it down. I'll type it down. It's pretty it takes a long time, but I, I really enjoy it. Yeah, like I've not been writing many jokes the last couple of months and I feel quite empty. But uh, I've never been... In, able... in what sense? Just no fulfilment? Yeah, I just don't know. I mean, I'm hungry, but it's, maybe it's well, just that. bananas. have some
1: bananas.
0: <laughs> I, I, uh, I like writing stand-up and I just do that. How do you write jokes? I'm very
1: much like you. I never sit down with a blank piece of paper. I kind of let it occur. Yeah. But what I tend to do... Which I've said to some people is, if I'm like I'm doing a gig on Saturday, I haven't done one for ages. And what I'll do is I'll run the whole thing at home, and uh, as if I was on stage. Mm. My dog finds that hilarious because she thinks I'm saying we're going for a walk,
0: and she's going. Does she book? Does she book gigs?
1: Um, No. (laughs) Um, Lassie does that. All right. But and I find uh, I find I can colour in. Uh, routines when I'm doing it out loud I okay. find new ideas, come along
0: Yeah, do you, yeah. Do you write a lot on stage? Um, I don't I don't like saying I write on stage but there are definitely moments when something just hits you and you know, the adrenaline or something being on stage and you can breathe new life into a thing or think of a call back or something like that and you That's did th- very fun. I, I, I definitely think that on stage, I, I'd i like to think that I can go off script or find new things if I if I need to. Well, that's a
1: freedom, isn't
0: it? Yeah, I think so. But I think a lot of people don't do that, and it's all about the writing. And I think that's also great. There's no right or wrong way of doing it.
1: But see, the weird thing is, like, you know, you're 29 and I'm 51 next week. But, um, Happy birthday. Thank you. But it's, uh, it's that weird thing of, like, when we started doing comedy, it was purely for the joy of doing comedy. Mm. And I don't necessarily put you in this bracket, but most comics now go... Well, I'll do the circuit for a couple of years and I'll probably get a TV show. But you don't strike me as the kind of person who looks at it as a career.
0: I mean, it's a career. Like, I want to do it as a job, but I don't... Uh, I like being a comedian. And I like creating comedy. And that's that's it. If I could just be a stand-up for the rest of my life, that I'd be happy with that. Do you think so? Well, I, you have to say that, don't you? You will get a little bit bored with it, though. You can't, but I can't... Sit and go. I need. I need to get on cash in the attic. I can't say that. I think it would be great to have a sniff at other stuff, but I don't anticipate it. I mean, I, mean, I don't agent... even comb my hair. You know, I'm really struggling as a person. I don't think many. Pe- I don't think I'm the look that people want. But maybe.
1: Well, I think you're. You are actually. I think you're something different.
0: Yeah. Oh, maybe. But have you got an agent and stuff? I've got an agent. Yeah, I've done like bits of TV, mainly like stand-up stuff and a little bit of writing. But are
1: they trying to push you into kind of being a celebrity?
0: I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Um, but it's possible for some acts to make that transition, but I don't know if I do. I think I just get too angry on those shows. Like I was saying to people that I want to, I want my own talk show, and I, I love that. But yeah, well, everyone would, but that's not going to happen. But,
1: but what no, is again, like... not
0: to you. But... Pe- but people always say that. I think you could do a really cool talk show today. But, like, the problem is people only ever think of, like, I don't know, some guy in a suit like Parkinson. He's I dead. think I want to be like Charles Manson having a talk show.
1: What, actually in a house and then kill people at the end? Yeah, why not? It'd be great. Well, what would your chat show be like,
0: then? Besides Charles Manson? <laughs> I don't know, we'd just... Well, that's the problem, is pe- people put me on the spot and I don't really know what to do with it. So, you haven't thought this through, really, have you? I'd have like a band play some songs. I'd have the, like, maybe The Rock could come in. I could talk to The Rock so about com- wrestling.
1: Completely blowing the chat show out of its kind <laughs> yeah, of boundaries a band. there. Yeah, I'd blow it well. A band mean, and
0: some guests. It'd be like the punk rock. <laughs> yeah, it'd be like The Sex Pistols.
1: But no. Because you know, but that's why. Like with the everyone always said, like with the internet and stuff, there's going to be so much more freedom. But unless you have a cat playing the piano, no one's watching. No,
0: no, because it's it's like it's not democratic because it's still because everyone's doing it, so there's no point. But there's no there's no if if everyone's putting stuff on the internet.
1: But occasionally, you see on the telly, uh, you see oh, you know, on a chat show. Straight after the rock and the band that play yeah. the tunes, uh, and you in the background going, it could have been, it could have been me. Been me. <laughs> but the, then they'll always interview some eighteen-year-old who does makeup tips, and they go, and they've had five million hits on yeah. YouTube, and I, I kind of go, what, what's happening here?
0: Yeah, I've met a few. I've done I've done gigs with a few people who got big on YouTube, like doing sketch. They're great guys. They're really funny, but they were so young, and then all of a sudden. I know something clicked with teenagers in particular And you make a lot of money You make a a shed load of money from ads and stuff And they're really young And then all of a sudden they're selling out these huge venues And they've never really put the groundwork in It's pretty amazing But there's, you know You're not resentful Oh, I'm not resentful Because I never would have thought to do that But you're of the age that you are You should be kind of tech savvy I I should be I should be, no Not really I really, I'm, I'm, I think I immediately went out of the loop. Windows ninety five, that was my golden era for knowing how to use computers.
1: Is that when porn really kind of started? That's when it in? really
0: started, and in my opinion, ended actually. But that's that's for the novel. But so, like, so you don't do any YouTube stuff? I put on my shows. I put like stand up clips on there, but I don't do anything else. And on how many on that. hits do you get on that? I get maybe a few thousands. See, that's kind of a lot of work for nothing, isn't it? Well, it's not nothing, mate. I mean, God, this is—I'm finding this quite a harrowing experience. I think um, it is a lot of work for Are nothing. Are you happy? <laughs> I miss her, Sean. I miss her. We all miss her. Um, I'm gonna—it's a lot of work for nothing. But also, if I've got—if you got a clip just sitting there doing nothing, you may as well put it up there. And, and so,
1: like this year, you did the uh, Free Fringe, huh?
0: No, I was—I was back at the Pleasance this year. Okay, because you usually do the Free Fringe. Don't First you? two years were Free Fringe. And then this year and last year were Pleasants. And how do you find the difference? I really like doing the Pleasants. I'm glad I had the first couple of years doing free and kind of building up a tiny audience and sort of figuring out how to do a show, how to put a show together. And then next year, I still haven't decided how I'm going to do it. But so, like, again, is it the situation where your
1: stand-up year will build towards a new show at the Fringe? Usually, yeah.
0: Yeah. There's no there's no reason for me not to do the fringe. Which is oh, horrible because there's,
1: there's lots of reasons.
0: <laughs> but not for I mean yeah there's lots of reasons but uh but you it, have a good time generally. I've always been very lucky. You always see people losing their minds at the Edinburgh fringe. And then no one ever comes. And I've always been very lucky in terms of audiences and the shows have generally been quite good and yeah I don't know. I I I like it. I'd be happy if I never had to set foot in that horrible town again, but I I like it. It's a
1: beautiful town.
0: It's a lovely town, but not during August. Well, it's... It's like Blade Runner in August. It's just freaking banners everywhere and people throwing up. I don't know. So you haven't actually seen Blade Runner, no?
1: No, I haven't. Because those scenes aren't in that film.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I've I've just heard it's a bunch of people flyering in Blade Runner, isn't it? Hey, let's watch Blade Runner. I love the throwing up bit with the banners. (laughs)
1: But so what do you do all your spare time? Because that's what a lot of comics have problems with.
0: <clears> that you've got a lot of spare time in your hands. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I uh, have been drinking too much. That needs to stop. I started swimming. And drinking at the same time, because that's I just drink hazardous. water as I go through. That's what I do, I drink the So chlorine. you go to a gym? Well, I guess it's like a leisure centre. But I never see the gym bit. I only go into the pool. I just do 20 minutes every other day. And I keep thinking I'm going to drown. Uh, Why? Because I can't. I can't really swim. I'm not really very good at it. My technique's quite poor. You see, the kids. There's, there's kids getting lessons at the same time as I swim, and I listen to what the kids are being taught. Because I think, because I, they're. But if you're doing 20 minutes, you obviously can't swim. I can, but I can touch the bottom. I'm quite tall. I can touch the bottom of the pool, even in the deep end. So you you do a 20 minute walk underwater? Kind of, yeah. But that's okay. It's better than what every day. No. I've gone three times this year. Yeah, but i have only a member. I've been a member for like a month, and I've gone three times. Right, that's in the famous Tooting swimming pool. It's uh, Streatham Ice and Leisure Centre. See, even, so come on, da- come on down, guys. Even that kind of you saying that depresses me. What
1: Streatham? I think the word Streatham actually. You think Streatham depresses you? Yeah. Well, it should depress you. It's a depressing place. Yeah, don't go there. It's not one in Tooting.
0: Tooting's quite funky. It is funky, but I like Streatham High Road. I go to the Wetherspoons there a lot for coffee, just to just to look at the people and how they're living.
1: What, the kind of people that are drinking at 11 in the morning?
0: Yeah, it's a fascinating ecosystem. It's not a bad life they've got there. I mean, I don't want it, but it's not a bad life. What do you want then? I don't know, basically them, but six hours ahead. But, yeah, so you're so you're pretty much... Uh,
1: so, like, you wake up in the morning and you go, I've no purpose to the day. yeah. How do you deal with that? Fucking hell, Jesus! <laughs> I'm not going hard in on you, but now this has become a, a one-on-one. Do you want to do Banto?
0: i uh, not really. Um, what football team do you support? I don't, come on, man. Let's just talk about my depression. Let's let's keep it light. But you're not depressed. I just I, I seriously want to know because it's a, it's a hard slog, especially people who've worked. Yeah, I wake up. I do a lot of admin. Like I will usually have emails and maybe invoices to do. So that's. Five past eight. It's five past eight. Um, I write. I try and write most days. I try and think of ideas. I try and I try and be productive, but it is hard. I'm not. I'm determined, but I never really work well. I never really use my time well.
1: Well, nobody does. But no. are you full of self hatred like myself, or will you go? Oh, I'll go to the cinema this afternoon.
0: I was doing well actually until this interview, and now I think I'm back. I think you've probably put me back three years. Yeah.
1: Well, that's, that's when you were at the top of your game, not
0: Yeah, right? it, it, to be fair, that is, yeah. No, one, no one's talking about the 2016 show. It's only 2014 show that people have seen. I'm kind of full of. I'm not full of self-hatred. I've, I've worked a lot of my problems out. But I. What, have um, you seen the shrink and stuff? Did a shrink, antidepressants, did all that. Are you on antidepressants now? I am. Yes.
1: Because I was thinking of going on them, but then I thought, no. Why not? Because I'm not actually
0: depressed. Well, that would probably defeat... Yeah, there'd be no but point I then. if I took antidepressants, it would kill a couple of minutes in the day. Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess... I mean, it would. But So you could just do your laces, though, and that will kill a couple of minutes. But have you found them helpful, though? I guess so. I don't really know. Is there something you want to come off, though? I would like to, but it's not, you know... I, I'm, not, uh, I'm not one of those people that thinks, oh, you've, you're, you're, all, you're all so diseased if you take them. Sometimes you just... It's a little thing, and I don't mind. I kind of forget to take it a lot of the time. So when you got them from the
1: doctor, did you have to cry in front of them and stuff?
0: I didn't have to, but I insisted on it. (laughs) (laughs) I I was like, I need you to know how close I am to the edge. And was he very straightforward
1: and went, yeah, no problem, we'll give you
0: this? As I went in and said, I've already done therapy for 18 months, I've already done all that stuff, I don't want to go back and do all that. And they just went, yeah, take it.
1: But it is a weird thing of, uh, like, I do think psychiatry can work for some people, but if you get the wrong person, it's
0: just pointless. I was, I had a great guy actually. I really liked it, but there comes a point where I sort of I did, I wanted to stop digging in. I just was so sick of talking about my parents.
1: Was he a listener or a talker? He was a
0: listener. At one point, he hinted that he was sexually attracted to me, which I thought was pretty unprofessional.
1: Why? What did he say?
0: Um, he said, "I have had, I've had thoughts during this process that could be described as homoerotic." Which I mean, is that? And then he went, "That's sixty quid, please." Yeah, that's can I have some money? He was a trainee as well, so it was super cheap. The was therapy. this NHS then? No, it wasn't.
1: What the fuck would they give you a trainee for?
0: <laughs> well, it was cheaper, wasn't it? If I wanted a proper one, it would be fifty quid a week. This was fifteen quid a week.
1: Yeah, but you kind of know what you're going to get for that. Fifteen quid a week, no it was wonder. Fifteen quid, yeah, yeah. This was just a homosexual trying to score.
0: Yeah, I may as well just have an answering machine.
1: And was... what, But you saw him for 18 months? Yeah, 18 months. And did it give you any kind of clearance? Uh, a bit, I guess. But you said you talked about your parents
0: a lot. Yeah, I think that's what it always comes down to. I think that's what they want. Are
1: your parents still together? No. Mm, Very telling. Is it? I don't know why I've become a shrink all of a sudden. Oh, I like it, actually. I
0: think you'd be a really good shrink.
1: Well, weirdly, I did psychiatry years ago for six weeks with this German guy. And uh, after six weeks, I went in to his house where he did it, and he handed me a load of information and said, you are running rings around me. You should become a psychiatrist. (laughs) And, uh, but we're, I, I think comedy's not that far away from psychiatry.
0: I think if you want it, if you want to really explore yourself, you can in comedy in the same way as. Well, yeah. When I was in therapy, you spend a lot of time just thinking about yourself, thinking about how you're feeling. That's is, this is the same. Did you as get when material? You out of it? Yeah, a, a bit. Because you just you can't help but end up thinking about yourself in a different way. And so,
1: how did that end with him? Was it a, a flood again in his flat or something?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was it. That was it. He proposed. I said no. <laughs> it was um, he no, he was uh, he he graduated. He stopped being a trainee. I went. I want fifty again, quid. Now it's fifty quid a week. I said, I'm not paying you for that. Man. <laughs> I'm not paying you that much. Um, he was a good guy. Right. So. Do you know what your next like? Do you actually
1: deal with a theme in the show and then go? I'm going to write around this.
0: Uh, I I tend to write material, and then it's usually of a similar enough tone that it kind of becomes a theme, or like there's an idea behind it. And I think
1: we'll finish off now. But do you find you know having built towards a full show every year in the uh, summer, <clears throat> going to the clubs quite depressing? Just doing fifteen
0: twenty minutes. Uh, it can be, yeah. It can be depressing. But some, some of the clubs are great fun. And if you're on with good people, it's a fun life. But sometimes, if you're not, it is, it is work. It is a job. Is that it's, what you feel sometimes? Well, sometimes when you're travelling and you barely see anyone and you go and you do your stuff to people. I,
1: I found when I was starting out, and uh, if you're going to start doing comedy, anyone who are listening, start in the spring because there's nothing worse than doing open spots in the autumn when you're going against the traffic in the dark. Yeah,
0: yeah, when yeah. When people are
1: going home, going, I'll relax now, and you're going. I'm going to do 10 minutes where I'm going to be shitting myself. Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But
1: listen, Sean, it's been absolutely... We actually totally ignored uh, Max Bambooza from Bologna. Max, now, you were saying uh, 12,000 people, the more we eat, the better, life satisfaction with vegetables. Now, those who change from almost no fruit and vegetables to eight portions a day experience an increase in life satisfaction, equivalent to moving from unemployment to having a
0: job. Is that the case? That's absolutely right, yes, that's right.
1: Thanks for coming in, mate. I really appreciate that. Sean
0: McLaughlin, where can people see you? Um, anywhere, type, type me up. YouTube, YouTube. I've got an album out on Bandcamp. Yeah, man. I'm getting a new website built. Got Twitter. Gonna come come to the Stratum Ice Rink. Come Spell see me. Spell your there. surname for the people then. M C L O U. You sound like Honey G there. I sound like who? Honey G. Honey G. With an M C L. Yeah, with an M C L O U G H L I N.
1: Well, thank. you Cheers, Sean. I wish you all the best. I hope I haven't been too hard
0: on you. No, you haven't. It's it's actually just what I've been needing.
1: Thanks, uh, Professor Max, as well. Uh, you've been listening to Sean Hughes with my special guest, Sean McLaughlin, on uh, Under the Radar. Good to see you live comedy. Thank you.